Mr. Sweary, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to Over Corona Tones for Overdrinks New Blood Edition. <laughs> I love it. It's like Young Young Blood Edition. Young Blood. Know. Young Blood Edition. <laughs> so uh, we have. Uh, of course, myself, Jamie, Andrew, Cherie, but we have this week uh, Evan Williams. Heck yeah. Indeed. Woo! And a little bit Yay! later, it seems like we're going to have uh, Jennifer Jolly. So, which, Oh, man, this is going to be fun. Yeah. So um, before, we, before we get going, uh, let's drink, you know, talk about <laughs> what we're drinking. Um, I, so I went... I, I as of last episode I ran out of bourbon. And oh, what? I know it was sad during the episode. But knowing that we were doing knowing that we were doing this today, I I I deemed it essential that um I needed some bourbon and uh I ran out and got Evan Williams single barrel. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> Goes down smooth. Yes, always. Oh man. oh, man. Oh, so good. Well, I think I need to piggyback off of that then because uh, I've been waiting, Evan. I've been waiting. I also have some Evan Williams. <laughs> and uh, of, of course, Rob, I would assume you're drinking yours neat. Of course. Yeah, no mine way. is definitely on the rocks. <laughs> And I well, get... I, sh- I should have brought mine. I have some in my uh, you, you on top yours. of my refrigerator. <laughs> oh, honey, <laughs> we do a it. refill in about thirty <laughs> yeah, minutes. We will do a refill. That's that, that is appropriate. Is it only thirty minutes? If we only yeah. Um, I'm oh, starting with wine, but my Evan Williams is over there waiting for me. <laughs> See, we were all prepared Evan, for you, Evan. Evan. I this was maybe in the lost episode, but this um, pandemic has finally caused Andrew and I to buy bourbon for our house. Mm. We we always have wine, ginger beer, some fruit beer for Andrew That's around. Right. Some fruit beer. <laughs> some fruit beer. In fact, I got him a multi pack this time of like the things that Rob would never drink. There are so many fruits <laughs> that we're gonna experience. Um, but we went to the liquor store after that and I was like, let's bring Evan with us. Aww. <laughs> let's get some Evan. Mm-hmm. Take Evan wherever you go. We have been. This has been epic. <laughs> Well then, I I guess I'm the Andrew of the episode. Mm. <laughs> uh, so Most excellent. I'm starting with a local vintner, um, mm. the Tennessee Valley Winery, a strawberry wine. Um, though I'm not sure it's still good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's that's disappointing so, um, normally taking, I would say to you honey like, you don't have to drink that but we're in a virus and you gotta drink that you gotta, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like every other sip is fine but some sips are like it's a, it's pretty bitter um, oh. so if I deem it undrinkable my backup is Angry Orchard Green there Apple there you go nice. right. Green That's Apple. Good. I love it alright I am also starting with wine I had um to make a run out trip to Blue Goat yesterday. They no longer deliver. I mentioned that a couple of yes. episodes ago that yes, they deliver. You did. Now it's curbside pickup only. Okay. But you can call and pay and then they just put it in your trunk and you never interact with anybody. So that's <laughs> that's very good, I guess. In- introvert's um, dream. <laughs> yeah. So this is, if I'm saying it correctly, a pui fumi. Mm. I believe you. 
That sounds I, I'm dirty. Not, I'm not certain I've said that <laughs> properly. It's okay. Oh it's okay. I won't buy the bottle again, but I'm certainly going to finish Fair it. Enough. Fair nice. enough. Hey, Jamie. Yes, dear. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit. This is getting old. Wow, you are loud. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I get the bleep button out already. <laughs> Our podcast is labeled explicit, right? Yes. Oh God, yes, it is. But <laughs> but I sent I for the first one of these episodes, I sent them a clip that had some swearing in it, and then I looked on the drive later and saw like the clean version. <laughs> We're still going to use. Wait, that. who is who is them? Apple? No, 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 no. no. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, Andrew and Jamie. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. No, so. it, it was. Um, yeah, it's usually me. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It was it's highly entertaining. You know, I mean, my students were the ones who liked it the most. I was just like, I'm Shit. sure. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna. You mean speed? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna nerd out briefly. Uh, what what frequency did you use? Oh, good uh, lord. For the- I d- I don't know because I just went on YouTube. And found a bleep button and downloaded it and just threw it in. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. So it was. You you mean to tell me you didn't just use the ES2 and use a sine wave? No. No. See, Evan's joking right now, but that's kind of what I did. (laughs) See, I wanted something that I would have and I could just keep using. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not have to remember now, did I play a C or a C sharp? <laughs> I really do prefer B quarter sharp, please. <sighs> so so what are we what are we uh, talking about tonight? What are we coronatonesing about? Well, you know, here's here's the fun thing. I feel like I've done a lot of talking and I'm excited to hear about Evan. And what Evan yeah. is up to. And since yeah. most of us are drinking a toast to Evan Williams, I think uh, it, Evan should, it should be Evan, dealer's choice. Been? Yeah, Evan. <laughs> so how's... As and I have to, go. Well, I have to think of a topic. No, 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 no. How, is, uh, uh, how has the quarantine been going? How has the switch to online teaching or distance learning and all that stuff? That's we, We've all kind of shared our, our experiences so far. But as we've said, mm-hmm. for the past three episodes plus the lost... A lost episode we um you know it's been the same people so mm-hmm. so how has it been going for you what have you what has been like what has been good what has been challenging what has been uh about this yeah. entire thing well let's just say uh after the semester i hope to never use zoom <laughs> skype <laughs> any of these video Amen. conferencing apps ever again uh mm. though uh it's very likely that we will have to continue using them um I will say, um, you know, one thing that uh, is good um, is that uh, I do a lot more prep than I normally do. I mean, that's that takes more work, uh, but the students seem more willing to do the prep than they usually do uh, oh. during the regular year. And yeah. so uh, we actually have better discussions over Skype than we have during the, the regular school year. Um Wow, I, I guess, yeah, I, I guess this sort of um, spirit of shared responsibility has sort mm-hmm. of inspired them to actually, you know, not just try to hide 
during class like they would have mm. done during um the the before times as we call them before times. um yeah <laughs> so uh i will say that we've had a lot of good discussions um it's been good to see them uh because i live alone so there is no one else with me um so basically my only human contact is going to the store and teaching um some classes are going well. Composition Lab, uh, my my group composition course, is going very well. Uh, they're adapting very well. Um, music Tech um, has actually adapted better than I thought, thanks to uh, 90 Day Trials from Ableton. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ableton. Yes. Yeah, uh, so Log- I, Logic I've had did to that switch. Too. Yeah, the, unfortunately, the thing with Logic is not all of my students have Macs. Yeah. So um, yeah. I had to. We were using uh, we were using Logic uh, in school at the lab mm-hmm. um, because we have eighteen iMacs. Uh, but I can't expect them to go buy an iMac for this class. So <laughs> right. I switched everything to Ableton, and it's been kind of interesting because um, the whole semester I've been I've been preaching what I'm teaching you. Um, can be applied to any software. I'm trying to teach you the technique, not how to use logic. And so, like the the skills I'm teaching you can be passed on to Pro Tools, Ableton, or whatever. Put and it's a, a real test of that. It's a real, yeah. It's, it's actually a, a real test of that. Um, and I'm pretty proud of how they've been able to um, switch on the go like that. So that's um, fantastic. Of course, the one thing that truly just doesn't work is. Um, Live ensembles. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Evan Williams, the conductor. <laughs> so, yeah. so Andrew Cody kind of told us because he he does a a, a lot you know a, a live ensemble. Um, what? How have you like? What have you done to either adapt or just straight up? Hey, we're changing. We're just throwing it in reverse. Yeah, I mean, I did the latter. I actually told my cheer early on, as soon as this was happening, that I would not be attempting any virtual performances, uh, and uh, nor would I be attempting any sort of virtual rehearsals or anything. For one, not all of my students still have their instruments. If they play harp, percussion, piano, yep. uh, yeah. they no longer have a- access to instruments. I have one player who says, I can't play my violin at home. I have other siblings who are doing school at home. I have parents who are working from home. I can't play violin at home. Um, So um, I have to have some alternate assignments. So every week they do a listening journal for me, which is uh, nice because I do listening journals for all my other classes. So now just orchestra also has a listening journal. Mm -hmm. And then every other week they do a playing assignment where I give them excerpts of the pieces we were playing that they have to upload. They can just uh, record it through their phone, uh, through their computer, whatever. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, and uh, they upload it. For those who don't have instruments, uh, they have a few options, like they can clap or sing their parts because rhythm is a big thing, um, you know, making sure they have the correct rhythms. Um, or they can uh, sing along with the recording. Uh, and for those who can't, just can't play any instrument whatsoever, um, they're just doing a alternative writing assignment for me. So it's been, it's been hard. Um, 
because you know we've lost that community. We we were going to have a concert a week from Saturday. Uh, it was going to be a great concert with Copeland's Appalachian Spring oh, and all yeah, the songs. Yeah, I saw those posts and, you were making. Uh, right? Yeah, and um, and now I won't get to do that rep with them because if we do reschedule, it'll be for the fall, and I have been granted a leave for the fall, and I am definitely going to take that leave hey. now. Uh, as oh, long yeah. as they don't, as long as they don't yeah. take it. Well, as long as they don't take it away, I won't say anything more. But um, yeah. there are some troubling talks happening with the administration at Rhodes here about um, faculty compensation. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's me. <laughs> you, you know, could I could I go back to your uh, your mention of the class discussions being more engaging in this yeah. in this kind of format? Um, and and you had talked about kind of this shared ownership or shared responsibility as being a contributing factor. Uh, I think I agree with that. And I'm also wondering too, if the, the environment is also a contributing factor, like, uh, they are engaging with us in their space. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. normally and, and teachers talk about this all the time, you know, you get early to your class so that you can prepare your space. You can welcome the students in, there's an environment that you establish and a protocol and a procedure, that's all kind of out the window now because it's all virtual. And so, you know, literally they can kind of be in a comfort zone of their choosing. Yeah. Um, and perhaps they're a little more willing to open up and engage if, I don't know, they have, you know, their their favorite chair that they're sitting in. Or mm-hmm. I, I'm just mm-hmm. using a, a, thing, a first thing that comes to mind. But it, do you think there's something to that? Yeah. I, I think that's totally valid. I had my kids the first week send me a picture of their workspace. Mm. And, it, and it wasn't really so I could comment on it. I just wanted them to share something that was theirs, right? And I mm-hmm. sent them a picture of my workspace. Um, and, and that was a really, really interesting conversation. I do think they're getting more comfortable in their space because now I'm seeing more and more pajamas than I mm-hmm. want to. And I'm seeing a lot less combed hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing a lot more of the fake backgrounds. Like, first it was like, look at my room. Let me show you my living room or my whatever, wherever they are, right? <laughs> and now it's, oh, look, you've got a picture of something behind you that's clearly a green screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's... um. This has taught me a lot about MySpace and what I'm going to need when we eventually do buy a house and have separate MySpace home is a offices. good social network. Yeah. Thank you. It was a little old. A little old. I forgot about MySpace. You might want to get with the times. <laughs> you know, I hear, that, I hear that social networks are very big She's with you. going to be drinking so. over here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> um, no, you know, about... Halfway through last week, I was moving things around on my wall. I have just a series of command hooks um, hung on the walls in my office. And they're for specific things. And I realized last week that I really needed them to be multifunctional. So I started moving everything around. And I had this epiphany that I needed the walls to be modular so I can hang a piece up if I need to see an overview of a piece or if I, you know, if I want the calendar to stay in one place, that's fine. But I have the option now to hang my desk calendar in two or three different places. And, um, and the more I'm working in there, the more it's becoming a multifunctional space, which is way too small. I think I have the smallest bedroom you, uh, as my home office. The adjective office, I think, is the smallest room. Maybe, maybe. It is. So right now, my office is a sewing studio, (laughs) 
making those masks, cranking them out. <laughs> cranking it's it's going to be illegal after Saturday to go into public spaces in New York without a mask mm. on. So, oh, wow. um, Andrew and I need, I, you know, this, this day started with me being logical and very subdued about masks. And then I realized that his sister doesn't sew or have supplies. And so <laughs> this has turned from four masks for Andrew and I to, oh, well, maybe I could make 18 by the end of this weekend. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's also students who don't have the supplies. And then there's his, his uh, grandparents who I know know how to make them, but I don't know when the last time they bought elastic was for the ear thing, you know. So um, it, the more I use my office, the more I'm realizing that when we buy a house, that space is going to be modular and flexible and everything's going to be on moving tables. So that yep. my desk and my home space is like, okay, I need a sewing machine now. And then the next hour, I need to be able to teach on, on my computer, which has to be in the same spot as the sewing machine was without putting the whole project away. And I've decided that my entire office is just going to be on wheels. <laughs> 17 <laughs> mini idea. desks, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that all get shoved against the wall at the end of the day and then vacuumed to make sure I didn't drop a pin on the floor. Mm-hmm. So I... I have have not really written from home in a decade or more, mm-hmm. I would say. And um, so that that has actually been a big transition for me. I mean, there were times in the summer where like the kid, you know, uh, Kate and the kids were off with her parents or something and I would stay home or whatever. But it's like I'm the only one in the house. So it doesn't really feel yeah. like home in that moment, you know, and I can really spread out and take over or whatever but now having you know starting to write again in in the house um i'm actually kind of considering like doing it again my office like my office at school is it's kind of a very sterile place i guess mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah. yeah like and you know it has all the books there and it has everything there but it's also like it can be invaded so easily, you know, yes, with student. Yeah. Oh, I have a question about my homework, or the or com- colleagues. the computer's not re- not working, or yeah, yeah, colleagues just drop in. There were hey, we're there going were to Chipotle. What? <laughs> what did you say? Hey, we're hey we're going to Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I think that's what we would love our colleagues to say more frequently. Yeah, Usually it's, totally. Oh, good, you're here. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know. Oh, was there were there were definitely times when I like really really needed to work. We have the we have the lighting system in our in our building where if you just walk into a room the lights turn on. You know, it's motion sensor and everything, but you can turn it off. And so I would go in and turn my light off so people would think <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> and just be like be writing in the dark kind of. I, I have I'm, pretty I'm good sorry. natural light in the morning. So I'm sorry uh Cherie's got a great sign. I, I think yes. you still have it, right? You still have this sign? Somewhere. You know, when we moved into the new building, it may have disappeared, but I could find the picture and recreate it. Um, <laughs> what is it? I, yeah, we, yeah, we might have to have you unpack this because that thing about turning the lights off and, and being yeah. there but not really there, Cherie's got a great story with that. Yeah. And I'm sorry to, to make you tell it live. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. So almost all of our doors, probably at any building that any of us are at, have a similar setup, right? We, we have the little skinny window yep. so that people can see in or out in some part of the door. So you, you have no way of having any privacy if you need it. You know, mm-hmm. if you just want to have lunch by yourself for 20 minutes and, and not have somebody knock on the door or whatever, 
Not that I don't love my students. I love them very much. But every now and then you need 20 minutes, just leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I don't know, five, six years ago now, <laughs> I needed to get some grading done. And it was one of those weeks where it just seemed like every time I started to grade the same problem, somebody else knocked on the door. And I couldn't get past like problem number 17 on this homework. I think I was working on it for like an hour. And it was basically resolve a five, seven, two, a one. How long should it take? Right? But, but it, it took a long time. And so I made a sign just on a piece of paper, 11 uh, by eight and a half by 11. And I turned it sideways and I put it on that window. Now you can still see the window is long. <laughs> And the sign is just in the middle. So if you want to look above or below the sign, you can see me. I'm sitting at my desk. <laughs> but the sign says, Dr. Van Manen is not here. Mm -hmm. You do not see her. <laughs> Come back another time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And my then, picture on Facebook. <laughs> my then boss, Kedrick Merwin, happened to walk by the door and see that. And he got such a kick out of that because there I was head down whatever, grading papers or whatever I was doing. And, and the sign, Dr. Van Manen is not here, you do not see her. You know? And he took a picture with me clearly there. He started this whole sort of esoteric problem. Yeah. I've, I've solved that really, really easily in my office at school. I have no windows oh. at all. Lucky. I don't know about that. <laughs> there, are days, there are days when I walk out and I'm like, oh, we got four inches of snow. <laughs> How did that happen? When? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. No window I've only on been the... in my office. You mean like last night? At all. Like today. I have no window. Oh, not lucky. Because I'm in a part of the building Rescinded. that used to have, um, it used to have a window and then our recital hall was built on that side of the building. And so I have no external window, but also my door does not have a window in it. So mm. I do leave my office door open quite frequently because otherwise I think I'd probably lose my mind um, mm -hmm. just sitting in an isolation like that. Um, so I leave the door open so I can at least see movement and people and there's laughter sometimes and there's, <laughs> out, you know, outright usually, usually sobbing. Me. That's also usually me. <laughs> That's usually sophomores. Um, <laughs> I, I will tell you with this sign up, and I've used this sign many times, not just the one time. Yeah. I kept it. I would tape it to the back of my door and whenever I needed it, I would just put it there. And But, but inevitably there was some child <laughs> who felt... <gasps> Jen's here. <laughs> you gotta put a doorbell sound in now. Yeah, put a doorbell sound. Jen, what are you drinking? Oh shit. Um, ah. let me go grab some scotch. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm totally gonna finish my story. Yeah, sure. Yes, you, you were, yes. Yes. Okay. Do that. It's not a long story, but but I was just gonna say that when the kids come up to the window and they read the sign. Many of them press their sad little faces up to the window and they hold them there with their hands on either side and they hope, it's like a sad kitten, they hope that I'm going to look up and say, come on in. And I just ignore them, people. Yes. I just ignore just them. ignore yeah, nice. them. Sorry, my dears. Uh, I am having a Glenlivet Founders Reserve single malt scotch whiskey. Nice. Wow. Because nice scotch. these are serious times and it calls for some serious booze. <laughs> Is this neat or on ice? Oh, neat, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jen knows. Salute. Chin chin. 
Is everybody neat except Andrew? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, that's probably a true story. Oh. Wow. But and what are you drinking, Andrew? Does my eyes deceive me? <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking Evan Williams. Nice and vanilla-y, not the composer, but, you know. I'm, I'm vanilla-y. I'm kind of vanilla-y. I, I have you. notes of vanilla. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I thought there were, I, Evan, I thought there were fruity notes that you, never mind. <laughs> yes, there are some fruity wine. notes as well. I'll let it keep drinking. All right. All right. Jen, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we were, since uh, Andrew and Cherie and Jamie and I have been on this several times, we've we've discussed at length how our <laughs> lives have been affected, teaching, composing, otherwise, um, by the quarantine and everything. So how about you? How have you fared in this new, like, online dystopia um, of, of, of Corona? You know, what it, What has it been like for you? What's been good? What's been hard? What's been like, oh, my God, never, never again? <laughs> to answer your question, things that uh, I hope never again, um, since I was going to say this is TMI, but nah, we're, <laughs> we're amongst podcast friends here. Um, so uh, my I've been uh, Zooming with composition lessons, which have been going okay. And uh, I basically use it as a check-in for my students because, as I've explained to all of them, none of us, even the oldest of us, have never experienced a pandemic in our lifetimes. So therefore, I do not know how uh, composing or being creative in a time of pandemic is affected by this. Um, I have said that I've seen other forms of creativity, the... uh, the March Madness composer Mayhem um, using the Muppet Show theme song is a, a quite a brilliant streak of creativity, but that's not the same yes. as writing music. But I love it, and I am here for it. So what I what I what I say never again is um, my cat has been experiencing spring, Mister Julius, and has been oh. attempting to hump me while I've been giving said lessons. And today. Um, we had a composition symposium, and he started to hump my arm, and I tried to move couches, and he went, meow, meow. And one of my students was like, is that your cat? He sounds so adorable. I said, he is not adorable. <laughs> He's a horny little bastard he, right now. He doesn't, he doesn't believe in consent. <laughs> and he's been at it multiple times. This is not the first time. So um, I hope... That doesn't happen again. But actually, speaking of of backgrounds, and I saw um, I was I was skyping today with um, band director in Northern California with his students, you know, trying to figure out what to do in this time. And uh, I saw his daughter like suddenly appear, and I told him about my cat's. Um, you know, no means no doesn't mean anything to him. And he says, well, actually, my very young daughter streaked naked across. <laughs> She's very young. <laughs> and he's like, that was my daughter. <laughs> Luckily, that has not happened to me yet. But both Sloan and Violet have made appearances in multiple classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, stu- um, the, and the students think it's cute. So I don't, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not getting bent out of shape about it. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Um, There's a mutual acquaintance acquaintance of many of us who posted pretty early on that that he accidentally walked through the background of one of his partner's classes in nothing but a towel, <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, and that 
Screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. (laughs) He was mortified and his partner was like not speaking to him. (laughs) Oh my. Can we talk about, so I'm not sure who's using Zoom, uh, but can we talk about how racist Zoom is? Because every time I try to use a background, it just covers me up. (laughs) None of my white colleagues have this problem. Only I have this problem. So I can't use backgrounds when I use Zoom. Oh, no. So if they are listening... The uh, executives of Zoom fix your. I'm sure uh, they are. You know, yeah. green Rob and problem. Evan. When we were in Toledo, I had that book with me called Invisible Women. Yeah. Um, about how data overlooks women that they can basically consider women tiny men and like mm. so there wasn't a female crash test dummy until like the early 2000s or something like that. Right. And we have fewer muscles in our neck, so it's actually causing more catastrophic. Um, crashes for women than for men so anyways i got to the siri and voice recognition software portion of this book and they just didn't think to test it on women (laughs) and it's Mm -hmm. and so all of these higher registers weren't being picked up by the vocal recognition software at all because it was just a bunch Mm. of dudes sitting around testing their voices and so i bet zoom is exactly the same thing it's a bunch Mm. of white dudes Mm -hmm. sitting around like oh i look fine look i'm at hogwarts look i'm at the yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Let's take a second to listen to a little clip from another Adjective New Music Collective member, Andrea Rinkenmeyer. This is from her piece, In Speaking Silence, performed by the post-haste reed duo from their album, Donut Robot. If you like this, you can find much more like it from Andrea and all of the other Adjective composers at adjectivenewmusic.com. actually reminds me I got an email um since one thing I'm very thankful about is I decided to go to therapy again and because I couldn't find a therapist in Lubbock um I did this thing through a friend of mine um, called betterhelp.com and so I've been seeing a therapist online and that's been working out because we can't see anybody in person Mm -hmm. and today in this email they said we understand you're going through a lot of stress right now and since you're all quarantined and you're possibly with your partners we do offer online counseling to couples Mm -hmm. and um, we will give it free in the month of of April so um um my goal is just to remain Remain married. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a 
good goal. Yeah, that's a good goal. <laughs> I think it's an admirable goal. Um, so uh, composing-wise, um, I'm sure you all have talked about this. I've had gigs cancel. Oh, um, yeah. 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 I was... Uh, all of them. Like, absolutely all of them. Um, my... Um, my uh, tongue-in-cheek piece about um, marches for the American Bandmaster Association, yeah. where I included tunes from North Korea and possibly sounds from the DMZ, did not premiere. Um, mm-hmm. And I wonder if this piece is cursed anyway, but um, I'm proud of it. I just don't know when it's getting performed and how that's going to work out because yeah. it should have premiered by now. So I'm just like, well, oh. Yeah. Um, and then writing music has been like, yeah yeah let's mm. let's kind of talk about that because um that was that was kind of one of the subjects we got to at the, at the very end of last week's uh podcast. <laughs> hey you know what i got a message today from one of our loyal listeners chris cresswell this is for you Woo! um i got a message Riss. from him that was like i made it to the end thank you so much i was like oh my god did he make use of the uh the is that why the bandwidth thing that oh, we were talking bandwidth. about, like, like he brought up bandwidth. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, I gave you advice after we hung up last week, which which isn't bad advice either. We we could bring it up, but we were super drunk and no, I used that Did advice that and I actually gave it to some students the next day. Yeah, yeah. Can you I quoted you. I used the term bandwidth in the way that you used it at the music yeah. faculty meeting. Nice. Yeah, it's like the the expanding and contracting capacity that we have to be able to compose at any given hour. So, yeah. um. Uh, but my advice to Rob after our bandwidth conversation, mm-hmm. so if you want to talk bandwidth, that was last week. Go find the second hour of that podcast. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um, but, uh, you know, we were talking about the kind of dread that we face when we get up in the morning and we know that we have to compose at some point during the day and the anxiety to begin is one of the hardest things to overcome. And so Rob was expressing some doubts about his composing session the next morning. And I said, well, before you go upstairs tonight, you're in your office already. Um, why don't you write down the next three things that have to happen on in your piece? Like, I want to work through this transition. I know that I need to do some cell development of that section over there. And yes. then one other thing. And, um, and I've been doing that pretty regularly on pieces that are behind schedule or that I am pissed about for some reason or one, you know, some, some problem that's going on, Mm -hmm. or I'm so, I'm I'm just over deadline enough that I'm crippled by panic. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, Jamie, I have been doing this. I love hearing you say this. I do something like this. I, I write in a little notebook as I'm working on things and like, like probably a lot of people do something like this. And at the end of my session, I'll just write down, start here. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just yeah. not dead in the water the next day. Yeah. 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 Because if you don't have to think about where you're starting or, or right. how to dive back in, you just know that, oh, I left myself some notes about what exactly to do. And the that fear kind of goes away for me. So I do this with most of my pieces. So Rob, did it work? Uh, yeah, it did, actually. I mean... Um... I realized the very next day was going to be mostly taken up by um, creating online quizzes and stuff after we talked. But the next time I... Uh, Mood. Yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yesterday, um, I, I kind of got back into it. I looked over what I had written and I just decided like, you know, when I when I 
left it the last time, I really, really wasn't happy with what was happening because I I started on paper, then transferred it to Sibelius to see what it sounded like um, all together. And um, it just wasn't working at all. But uh, one of the one of my notes to myself, you know, to start doing revise the beginning, you know, so that's 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 all I got to yesterday. But uh, it was good to just like have that down you know, on my little whiteboard behind me, this is what you have to do. And it felt good to just like cross that off. Cross it you know? off. Mm-hmm. Something, yes. you know, you were saying like kind of leave, uh, start here or this is what you need to do next. I think another thing that's a really important that I've done, especially when I'm like really deep into a piece and working on it every single day. And honestly, I should do it when I'm not working every single day. But um, I kind of like journal about the piece yeah. after I'm done. Yeah. And I say mm-hmm. what I did that day. You know? Mm-hmm. So I can see as kind of a record like, hey, I am making progress on this. I know like when I stop, it feels like, oh, th- this is this piece is just crap. It's never going anywhere, blah, blah, blah. No, I can I just see like five hundred measures. <laughs> yeah. I can see like I wrote this and that. I did this. I did that. I did that. And here's what I'm gonna nice. do next. So I think that's really important, just um, especially when you're feeling yes. like anxiety about about writing, like just write down what you did. And then I th- it's so easy to forget, you know, I like I didn't make any progress today, like n- measure progress, but I filled in all the dynamics or, I, right. you know, something like that. Like that's all meaningful. Um, yes. To, it's all it, stuff it, that has to get done. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and it keeps you engaged in the piece. So that you can get past that and get to the next, what we would consider creative thing. I think the dynamics are creative too, but they don't feel as creative as choosing a note or choosing a rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. I feel like I know the dynamics even when they're not in there, just like a freshman, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else does, yeah. So, so Jen, you were, you were kind of talking about feeling some, feeling some anxiety around, you know, not, not feeling creative or not working or, you know, what's, Amen, what's that, that been like for you? It's been, um, I wouldn't exactly, I can't, I wouldn't exactly describe it as that. I would say that, um, I have anxiety to begin with, um, diagnosed with it. Yep. Thumbs up. It seems like acetylpram or the, the generic Lexapro has been a lot of composers prescribed vice actually. So I'm doing that, but my brain has been, I think trying to process thing. It's just been low grade anxious, um, throughout the last few weeks. Um, and some days it's like high grade anxious and then even existential, like why even do this if my deadline's not even right now or why even, why even like, um, I, I asked to do an arrangement of one of my, um, my, my clarinet, uh, improvisatory piece for flute and it's due at the end of this month. But I'm like, is that event even happening? It's, it's just really hard to stay motivated. Is that the electronic piece? Um, it's a, it's a variant of the sounds from the Grey Goo. I have it for like uh, acoustic clarinets cause a whole bunch of clarinets were oh, like, okay. dude, we want to perform this. <laughs> Can we do it without electronics? I'm like, sure, man, I don't care. So, um, <laughs> you're going to arrange it. I was going to arrange it for flute, but I'm kind of like, uh, it's not like a project that I'm super passionate about either. Um, so, uh, I was actually talking to my therapist last weekend and I was like saying how like, it's just. I've been feeling overwhelmed some days. Like I really don't feel like 
doing anything. Actually, this past weekend, yes. like for three days in a row, it's been like, I would say a great accomplishment for me to shower. Because first week, yep. showering was like not happening. And then I feel gross. And like being conscious about making decisions, you know what I'm saying? It just took a lot of effort. So like my executive functioning skills were like not really working, but I knew I had to do it. So, um, so thankfully like my therapist is like pointing out that there's like this needs, right? The, that's hierarchy of needs. She's saying how like, it's okay that composing is, uh, composing is a privilege. And even in her practice, she can't really advise some people who suffer from anxiety, certain things to do because we're so used to prescribing things in a, in an environment where we're around people and we're uh, out and about. Right, exactly. So yeah. like some, like some like exposure therapy things and, and anything. So I would say it's not that I haven't been creative and I have to keep telling myself this and hell even be defensive about it because deep down inside I was realizing I still feel bad. I still, still feel like this obligation where I think I have time but we're in this uh, Jeremy Barmy like, yes. type of time. Time is especially relative, is like yeah, is especially like crazy right now because we have no sense of it. Um, but yet, trying to like have some kind of routine, and even she says like routine is not the best word, like structure, right? So like yeah. I've been able to do a structure, but there are days where my my brain just shuts down, and I truly don't feel like doing anything. It's a struggle to get out of bed. I decided on Monday to take my emergency Xanax because I was like, look, I tried my meditation. I went on a walk. I was like, did I drink water? Okay, did I eat? Yes, probably too much. Did I binge buy another baking cookbook? Yes. You know, I did all the things that I think would like, you know, give me a release or make me feel happy. But like deep down the back of all of our brains and our consciousness, we know that weird shit is going on right now. And so it's always taking this energy. Um, so that being said, I'm trying to be as forgiving as possible, yeah. even though the realization that deep down inside, I feel a little bit bad, but I'm working on it and I feel like this is a practice. So, um, have I been writing paper, like things to paper? I have not, but I figured out something for my Michigan state piece. And now I'm at the point where I was like, why didn't I build my studio before the pandemic? I really need a piano right now. <laughs> I don't have a piano. Um, Cause I'd really like to sink my fingers into some chords right now, but LOL can't really try out pianos right now. Uh, yeah. So, um, so I'll just keep thinking about it. I started doing this um, journaling to kind of this, I get to this passion plan planner thing um where i just take notes every day and i don't plan my schedule because i have a google calendar for that but um so sometimes i'll have ideas and i'll write them down and i'll highlight them and then the rest of the space is i've been trying to teach myself korean and it's it's cursing about how like spelling rules in korean are really hard for me right now so that, that <laughs> at least been, that's consistent that's been fun that's to it. watch on your instagram oh like you and your mom going back and forth Oh my God. She's like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm like, right. I messed up. You're half white child. Can't spell very well. She's like, why don't you just do the easier words first? And I'm like, because I think this program I'm using is specifically teaching me how to make the right pronunciations. Uh, And so I have to learn the alphabet first. So the the combination of words don't make any sense, but it uses the same sounds, if that makes sense. Mm, Yes. So um, I will know words like epital, which is... um, um, 
Eiffel Tower because mm. Korean doesn't also have a lot of words. Um, or I'll learn words like mm-hmm. bo, which has which means kiss. It's a very plosive B mm-hmm. P sound, um, but it uses the same letters and it has cute. Th- so like the words I'm learning right now are very random, mm-hmm. but they have all the same characters. But that's, I'm proud to yeah. Go ahead. Honestly, that's how I was uh, taught Chinese when I learned Chinese in high school. It was like mm-hmm. I knew the words for pig and randomness and pig is my favorite character it's a beautiful character and it's 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 awesome i love i I used to love writing writing pig but it's not it's not useful to like every speech it's not but you all you all i'm proud of myself because i i'm pretty like i can kind of read the korean alphabet it's like mostly phonetic so it's actually way easier than chinese but there's still some pronunciation rules and things that are just not gelling in my head right now. But um, I use Laneige skincare, which is from Korea. Mm. And I was like recognizing the Korean characters in back of my Laneige um, lip sleeping mask and berry. And it says something like Laneige lip sleeping bum berry. And I was like, oh my God, they phonetically say Laneige lip sleeping bomb berry i was so proud of myself nice, nice. andrew i you... haven't been composing but i can i can recognize that nice. in the back of my skincare andrew you had some well it was just a sidebar and it was a sidebar for for jen uh have i seen the clarinet piece you're talking about what Sounds maybe but you might be confusing it with something else like a students of mine why no wait i don't know no, because I know there's a clarinet. There's a, is it the solo clarinet piece that we have in the catalog, or is it a, is a because you said clarinet electronics is what you had said, right? Yeah, I don't think you have it. I'm like, I need to clean up the score. Well, like I, I, we mean, have so many things to do, but we're not doing them. Well, I mean, I I don't I I'm not I'm not necessarily looking at it uh, as a as a product for the catalog yet. Although that's an interesting option, but but uh, if you wouldn't mind sending it to me, I'd love to take a look at it because that. With Jamie's piece and a few other pieces, it would actually get me encouraged to put my instrument together one or two more times this break. <laughs> See, Rob, if you are wondering if this is an electronic piece or why it's acoustic, I think now you've figured out why it's acoustic. His clarinets are like, hey, what do you have right there? <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, you know, I just had this like piece for solo clarinet. Can, can I... Can can like can, a can group you, of us? Can, it, can you send it? it? Can it? Can I see it? Like, can I have it? Can I see it? <laughs> for, is it? Is that okay? That's for is clarinet, cool? right? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's totally for clarinet. I mean, do all, do all clarinets sound like that? I think we do. Yeah, you kind of do. You know, like six weeks ago, Andrew and I were talking about something highly personal, but also related to Jen's. Oh, do tell. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, where is this not, going? This is not a big secret, but Andrew also has a. Uh, General, general anxiety. Oh, I have, oh yeah, yes. Jen, and here's cheers. my friend. Yes. Yeah, and and he's been on medication for it for a while. And about was it a year ago, six months ago, mm-hmm. his doctor was like, "Well, maybe we should start thinking about taking you off of it." And at the time, I said, <laughs> "Fuck no." <laughs> I was with you, Jamie, not because like I know Andrew on a daily personal level, but as someone who has anxiety, like my doctor's like, "How are you doing? Do you do you want to get off it?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Andrew was a me. little was a little I'm going to sorry, but he was a little prideful at the very You're beginning. You're not sorry. You're right. <laughs> I actually called his sister in tears and I was like, he's only been on this medication for 
two and a half months and he's already talking about going getting off of it and she called him and gave him what for like Mama Smith would have. <laughs> he just broke into the beer. And um, what you guys in Radio Land cannot see is that Andrew's dancing in the background and opening more booze. With his beer. <laughs> It's like, Ooh, okay, okay, so hang on, hang on, hang on. It's that chair dance when you have a really good beer. A really good one. <laughs> All right, so Andrew just cracked into something new. I'm empty. It's true. Let's take a break right now and go get one more. That's a weird Don't. place to take a break, but cool. Mm. All right. Why? <laughs> I was in the middle of a story, Rob. No, this is perfect. I this thought it was perfect. done. This is actually a good. We'll we are, go, we are go, no, 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 we are no, no, going. No, 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 please. Please, go ahead. No, it was done then. <laughs> No, it was just that, that, you know, about six weeks ago, we were starting to talk about maybe, maybe he's handling everything a lot better, even maybe without the medication. So maybe we should talk about it. And the day they canceled classes here, the way they canceled classes here, I looked at him and I said, I don't know whether we're ever going to have this conversation about going off the anxiety medication again, because (laughs) like, you see what happened? We talked about it and there was a fucking pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Can we please turn this podcast into a dance party? Oh, man. Only if the music cannot be heard by our students so that we can see those memes that Rob's students have made of him dancing (laughs) without the sound being transmitted to his class. (laughs) I don't know for a fact that that they've made anything, but we're going to talk to him. Don't worry. Let us figure that out. All right, now let's go get another drink. Are you enjoying Lexical Tones? Have you given us a rating on iTunes? While we listen to Evan Williams' first movement of his quartet for saxophones performed by the Hochte Quartet, why don't you pop over and give us a rating? It really helps the podcast be more visible to more listeners. Uh, 
every time I have a red wine that I'm not a huge fan of, we've got a friend around here who gave me a, a recipe for red wine cake, mm. red wine chocolate cake with mm. mascarpone yeah. frosting. That sounds legit. Oh my God. It is the moistest chocolate cake <laughs> that I have ever made. <laughs> so, moist. <laughs> so moist. <laughs> so moist. <laughs> moist. Get over it, Rob. Get over it, Rob. Uh, ooh, that was good, like AMS, a- ASMR or whatever, <laughs> Evan. Moist. Uh-huh. Moist. <laughs> not, not only will our EDM albums drop, but we'll just have these a- a- AMSR. Like. Moist. <laughs> Chocolate. Chocolate. Wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh, this is neither here nor there, and I don't know if this is going to be a part of the show. I've recently realized I have a pretty passable Ira Glass. Ooh, <laughs> do it. I do, that's one one of the things I'm working on. Hello, I'm Ira Glass. Today on the show, This American Life, Remote Learning. What do we do when we're apart, but also together? Act one. <laughs> if you do that, I'll do the woman who does um, cereal, Sarah Kaylee. Do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll try. Nice. I feel like when I do impressions, they can't be forced on me. They just have to. <laughs> you're, but you're really good at them, Jen. Then I, I could like... do Allie Ward from Ologies because she's one of my favorite. And you know what, you guys? Oh my God. So this is actually true? <laughs> actually true? Shh, don't tell anybody. This is actually right? true? I d- did some digging. <laughs> All right. I, I will work. I'm going to work on these and get drunk enough so I don't get embarrassed. Right. Oh yeah. my God. So, uh, and, and, then, and then Evan and I could do a thing. Our own uh, NPR parody. <laughs> So we're back. What are we? What are we drinking now? Or have we? Have we stuck with what we started with? Or we have we changed? Some of us. Uh, have I know. I, I'm. I'm drinking. I, sorry, Evan. Your your bourbon was delicious, but I also bought another bottle upstairs, so I wanted to get in on that too. This you is 1792. Upstairs? What? I'm impressed with your house. Stop it, <laughs> Jamie. I bought another bottle, and it is upstairs. <laughs> For comma, now. fuck you. <laughs> 1792 small batch. Nice. Cool. Don't know what that means. Anyone else? It's a bourbon. It's a bourbon. 1792 small batch bourbon. I'm still nursing the angry orchard. Yes. All right. Yes. I'm still uh, having my Glenlivet because I didn't get up out of my chair and I still have the bottle. So... <laughs> And that's you, you brought the bottle. You brought the bottle. Yeah. I did bring the bottle. Because I'm classy. Uh, Cherie, are you doing something different over there? Yeah, I so so every now and then I will host a party at the house and it's a BYOB kind of a thing. And every now and then I walk into my little area where where the liquor is and I say, Oh, look at that. I didn't buy that. <laughs> so I, I went upstairs with the intent of getting another. Last week I got a little, you know, a couple of shots of Cabo Wabo and I was just enjoying my tequila. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. there there was the Woodford Reserve. I'm like, where the hell did that hey, come from? Nice. I Join the party. Here we go. <laughs> Whiskey. Evan, you got you got to get on this. Man. Ooh, whiskey. 
The only I, I only drink whiskey and other things. So like uh, I like a uh, a shot of whiskey oh. and like some hot cider. You, you like um, you like to monkey with it, dude. Thought you were gonna yeah. say hot sauce, like whiskey or, and uh, hot sauce. I'm like, what? <laughs> no. Or um, oh, you know, a good a good my favorite um, one of my favorite drinks is a uh, Kentucky lemonade. So mm. it's like oh yeah, basically lemonade, ginger ale, and and bourbon. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I have no. By ginger the way, ale, if you make though. that into a popsicle, that's pretty good in the summertime. Ooh. Oh God. Gourmet nice. popsicles. Nice. I would say maybe you can do it like how people switch to decaf coffee and those people are monsters, but what you could do <laughs> is eventually cut out the lemonade and then you'd have like the ginger ale and bourbon and then slowly mm-hmm. cut that down. Oh, okay. It's taken me a while. Working like at way, first I like my mixed way. drinks, but my my sister in law, um when when we visited her when she still lived in Arizona. She was I I don't know if this was a drink she got somewhere and then just started making it at home or if she just made it up but it was like honey bourbon which you don't have to do you can like just do normal bourbon. The honey bourbon is just for the name but it's honey bourbon um ginger beer mm-hmm. um like maybe a splash of bitters and then some kind of citrus. Yeah. So I think yeah. she was using like some orange peel or something. Um and she called it a honey badger. Mm. I think I've heard of this. I've heard cool. the, okay. the twist being with a grapefruit. Oh, um, that makes sense. And okay. as a side, and it'll probably make uh, Andrew oh, and Evan oh. feel. Oh, go ahead. Yes, what? Yeah, the the one the the main part of it that you have to do is you have to get some mint leaves, like yes. smack oh, yeah. smack them so you get the <laughs> yeah, yeah, essence yeah. of the mint, and then put essence that in there. De mint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, in my pandemic pound uh, reading, um, I got a um, oh goodness, who's that expat French uh, American who's a fr- French cook? Um, oh Julia, oh. Julia Child. No, 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 no. Oh. He's still alive. You just oh. wanted to do but, the voice. But be you just wanted to do the voice. And I appreciate that. Um, oh goodness, um, I'm just pulling it up on my ebooks here. Um, but anyway, um, so I, I guess I was like um, watching this person's Instagram. Um, it is David Leibowitz. Okay, so oh, he yeah. does, yeah, oh, right, okay, awesome stuff. So he has this new book out called Drinking French. And I saw him mixing a cocktail. I'm like, I need to go to there. Um, <laughs> and so um, he says the French drink beer, but they tend to put flavors in there. Yes. They because really do. They know right how to beer. Mm. I think they they do not, but that's how they beer. <laughs> and so, I disagree with you, but um, it's fascinating. And actually, and I've and I was like, I, I may have purchased finally a Boston Shaker because there are some Ooh. drinks that I would like to make alcoholic and also non-alcoholic. Like maybe nice. I can make a chocolate frappe because I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is, but I showered and it is certainly five o'clock in the world. Someplace we are all inside. We don't know what time it is. <laughs> oh. a, a lot of you have met oh. William, the gentleman that I am dating. And yes. in another life, he was a bartender. <gasps> and every now and then, I mean, oh he's a God. keeper, isn't he? Yeah, and every so now good. and then I will say, oh, I like the taste of this. And he'll taste it and he'll go, I can make that. And then we'll go home and he'll figure out how to make that. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What's, That's awesome. That is so a keeper. Speaking of not knowing what day it is, we have this this get together planned with one of the performance groups that mm. we're working with, right? We so Megan Enan and Alan Tyson and 
a group of adjectivians, as I like calling us, are getting adjectivians. together. Adjectivians. Yes. I like that. That's, yes. That's Why can't we just be the adjectives? Yes. I going to say something. Because we're in Whoville. Um, so... <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> so today, Andrew was taking a nap, so I couldn't panic with him. But I looked at my calendar and I convinced myself it was next week. Okay, hold on. Hold on. That is going perfectly with Jen drinking from the bottle. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. All right. <laughs> so... So I looked at my desk calendar, which hangs on my wall, because my desk here is, is too small. So I'm looking at my desk calendar, and I was like, oh my god, I just invited all of the adjective people to do this group chat with Megan and Alan on Friday. We missed it. And it was supposed to be last Friday. No, we didn't so miss I it. So I immediately got no. on Twitter, and I apologized to them for missing it. No. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, what the hell are you talking I'm about? I'm looking exactly up this on this Twitter right now. Luckily, exactly. that time they read it, I was like, wait, what day? Wait, week is... The 17th is in two days. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Can you ignore me? I don't know when I am. I don't know when I am. <laughs> Which, to be fair, that phrase for me predates the, the pandemic. Every once in a while, I wake up from a long afternoon nap, and it's dark out, and I look around, and I'm like, when am I? And Andrew will be like, it's okay. It's it's the evening that you fell asleep in the it's afternoon. The same it's day, not Snow White. Don't worry. It's not three days do later. You, do you, you are ever not a vampire. have? Do you ever have the desire, Andrew, to just fuck with her a little bit? <laughs> you know. You you say this assuming assuming I haven't already, and that <laughs> I haven't already paid the price for it. <laughs> I was going to say that Andrew you know definitely has lose? an impish streak or an impish way about him, as all of his composers do, I believe. Yes, um, however. And yes. I made muffins, oh, the yeah. most delicious ham of his life, broccoli casserole, Cherie, brownies. I'm, I know you told me feed myself, but no. damn, I ain't doing that. No, no, no. This pandemic. Oof, I am been yeah. good. I'm going to gain so much weight, y'all, and it's, it's going to be good. It's you you be all, good. it's yeah. it's. Hashtag pandemic pounds. Pandemic oh, pounds. very good, very good, very good. Yeah. Yeah, until it's 50 degrees out and then I'm going for a run. <laughs> so I ordered Easter brunch from Black Star Farms. Now, some of you who come up here know that that is a winery in northern mm -hmm. Michigan. Yes. But they also have a bed and breakfast and they do woods fired pizzas mm. and they will do special meals. And for Easter, you could go curbside pickup. A That's wonderful awesome. Easter oh brunch. God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because, damn, I'm not cooking. <laughs> I'm tired. But you did get peeps. Only for Annie. I hate those things. Yeah. <laughs> and now they make sour watermelon peeps. Did you know that? Ew. Ugh. That doesn't she make hasn't it tried one yet. I keep saying, try one. I want to watch you try it. <laughs> you just want to watch her suffer. One of us. Yeah. There's, there's not a single one of us that didn't just look at disgusted yeah. by that. If you steal <laughs> my wine. It was quizzical. I don't, I don't. Uh-oh. Oh, no he's stealing it. I know. No brownies. Ooh. And that actually goes really well with this uh, blueberry wheat beer. Oh, I'll just mix it. No. No. Another sip, you aren't going to get uh, chocolate doubtful. chip cookies for the rest of the year. Oh, no. <laughs> so, Evan. Yes. 
Hello. You you kind of shared your your experience being a teacher, but how is how is composition? (laughs) Okay. There it is. Okay. So. Enough said. um, You know, quite frankly, um, some of you know this. since I've taken this uh, full-time tenure-track job, I basically haven't done much writing during the school year since 2018. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so yes. I will say back um, in uh, August and October, I had some deadlines that I had to complete while teaching, and I just you know didn't sleep during those times, and I made those deadlines. Um, when this first congratulations started, for that. <laughs> when I first yeah, started, deadline. I, yeah, I I I I will say I'm always. So I, I'm of the personality type. I forgot the right, uh, the correct letters, but I know the phrase is the the logistician, where um, I am very particular about deadlines and meeting them, uh, and I um, expect that from those who uh, want to collaborate with me as well. So because I hold myself to deadlines, same way, and, and I'm yes. afraid of disappointing people in who I'm working with, I make sure I do not miss deadlines. So I do whatever I have to do not to miss deadlines. So that's why I sometimes find it. Inexcusable to my students. <laughs> Don't do it. But I've tried to like be uh, open to their needs and what, especially during this time. So basically, especially it's, during this time. Yes, uh, it's it's uh, whose line is it anyway? The the dates don't matter and the uh, grades are all the made point, up. The, that's and, right. The points don't matter. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love True that. Yeah. Story. So mm-hmm. I will say uh, before this started in spring break, that was going to be my time to do some hardcore work on two pieces, and I I did that work. Even when we were told that, hey, um, uh, school isn't going to reopen, you're going to have to start getting ready to go uh, remote. I said, well, spring break is my time. Yeah. Uh, And I I refuse to prepare for. the remote period during spring break and then the week after spring break which they gave us they lengthened our spring break yeah, that's, that's when true. i concentrated Same. on writing and then nice. this past week yeah. this past week was our easter recess because we're in the bible belt so they gave mm-hmm. us um maundy thursday whatever the hell that means good friday <laughs> holy christ saturday died. and uh, no no <laughs> christ died on christ died on friday on friday. good friday so maundy oh, thursday that's the betrayal that's like that, that's like the Zoom meeting of like Christ in the middle. Yeah, of the Ma- Zoom Maundy meeting. Thursday, I and believe, is the yes. last is the last supper last and the, yes, the yes, washing yes, of the yeah. feet. When I was a good Catholic schoolboy, um, and so during that time, I actually got some good composing done. Outside of those periods, I have not even <laughs> attempted to write music. Um, so you know, I got to give interlocking props hearing you describe this because they did something similar. They sent the kids home a week early. They asked us in that week that we would have been working anyway Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to prep for online classes. And then they specifically said, take some time off. Make sure you take your real spring break time off. Good for them. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I basically, um, I've decided, uh, sort of like Jen has, that uh, I'm not going to force myself to do this because uh, teaching has, is already hard. Uh, no. And so on top of this, I'm doing a ton more uh, prep work for this. So uh, it's just not going to work to be trying to, um, you know, teach and write music. I'm probably going to have to ask for my first extension on a deadline, but I, I'm pretty sure that's okay because all yeah. the concerts are canceled, you know? Yeah. Play yeah. that Corona card, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So, play that card. Corona card. Play it exactly. hard. Exactly. So what, what did you say I'm, earlier, Jen? Corona? Um, 
fumes. 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 Corona fumes, yeah. Play the Corona card because I've got Corona fumes. (laughs) Uh, I will say um, uh, I I am proud that I've finished over that um, Easter recess a short score uh, for my newest orchestra piece. It's a short uh, fanfare for the Fox Valley Symphony in um, Appleton, Wisconsin. It's based off of themes from Mahler 1 because they will play uh, Mahler 1 on that concert. So I finished a short score of that and I will start some orchestration after the semester. So I'm basically mm-hmm. saying once the semester ends, then I will concentrate again on writing music. But for now, I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing a great job of grading on time. You know, I'm, I'm just Truth. sort of barely keeping up. So I'm not going mm-hmm. to force myself to do something else on top of that. I, yeah. I will say though, uh, a lot of my time is uh, spent watching Star Trek Voyager. Um, <laughs> the best Star Trek. I, I'm just well, gonna, I don't well, agree with that. I think good, Deep I Space Nine. <laughs> I think Deep Space Nine no, is the that best. Is, no, uh, that is a there, second there's to not going to be any debate about this. Because <laughs> there are two Picard or Kirk Ferengi episodes. Too many. <laughs> what what is it that uh, Leonard Hofstetter says in the Big Bang Theory? Uh, next yeah. generation over. Uh, no, original series over next generation, but Picard over Kirk. That's absolutely I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, that's and fair. and honey, Chris Pine over everybody. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, you know what really stunned me is I was expecting him to pull all of the Shatner persona out for his his um, portrayal of. James T. Kirk. And you know where we found it? Shatner didn't show up until Into the Woods. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. In the middle of Agony. Well, there was, there I was, was a like, tiny little bit of Shatner at the end of the first movie, and he did it on purpose. A yep. little but, bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. But just a wee little bit. We left Into the Woods, and I went, well, he finally let that Shatner flag Wait, fly. Wait, Chris, Chris Pine is in Into <laughs> the Woods? Jen, does this mean anything yeah, to you? He's one of the princes. Uh, he's one of the princes. <laughs> I mean, I grew up with Star Trek Next Generation and then saw every single episode when I was in college because they were releasing them at that time at Costco and my roommate and best friend Billy at the time didn't have a car. So we'd like (laughs) go to Costco and he would buy them and we'd watch them. So I I know a lot about Star Trek Next Generation and I Mm -hmm. feel like I need to sit down and watch Picard because... That oh, it's is, good. That, yeah, and you know, know CBS All Access released it. I know. So you don't, I know, you don't have to pay for excuse, it right now. But again, it's just for some reason my anxiety brain says I need to watch things too, and it gets all anxious. It's <laughs> weird. Um, like so, I, like, I have been yeah. finally watching the Marvel in the in the uh, in date order. order. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that and that includes the television shows. I'm mm. in season one of Shield right now, the mm-hmm. episode eight through seventeen. It includes things like Daredevil and Jessica Jones. It includes mm-hmm. the Marvel one shots. I'm like, damn, I got a lot of time. You're going Let's deep just into do this. it all. Yeah, yeah. I started that in February and I forgot. So thank you for the reminder. I need to pick <laughs> sure. that back up again. And, and see, like now I feel bad because like I think my friend Bear scored it. So and I've been wanting to watch it for a long time. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I should like watch it because my friend wrote the music. Oh, Bear McGreary. I yeah. think he scored Whoa. it, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Picard, he Voyager? did. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, no, not Picard. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Shield. No, no. Shield. Shield. Oh. Did he do Shield? Let me see. Wait. I'd oh. have to go look. I don't remember. There was some kind of 
magical he, device that had all the answers for he us. definitely did Outlander. And if you want to join Stop the club of us that, that watch Outlander every weekend, then we can just have a good so I, cry over Roger right now. And, yeah. yeah, and my friend Rhea sings the theme. Um, I know Rhea a little bit more. But anyway, um, no, nice. I was going to say the we have a magical machine that can tell us everything. And for those who've seen BoJack Horse- Horseman, have you guys seen uh-huh, that show? Uh-huh. Oh, there's this one, there's this couple where they're having an argument of whether Tony Curtis is dead or alive, and the character Diane goes like, Tony Curtis is dead! <laughs> no! Don't look it up! He's dead! <laughs> Diane and Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> I feel yeah, like so- as a half Asian, I can say that line. <laughs> yeah, I have to say... Um, Sorry, not a half Asian. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I have to say during this period, well, actually, honestly, since 2016, Star Trek has been a really good, like, escape for me. Um, So before 2016, you know, this uh, election that we had, um, Mm. I was watching, like, very serious dramas like The Man in the High Castle and all that I have really bad news for you. We're going to have one pretty soon again. Yes. And um, (laughs) as soon as that um, shitty election went down, I was like, well, you know, before um, November... Uh, Nazis running America was a nice fantasy, but now it's not. So I cannot watch this show anymore. Uh, I was going to watch Handmaid's Tale. I can't bring myself to watch it. I and still so, watched like, the last the episode far, of last season. Yeah, the faraway bright future that is uh, capitalism is no more and discrimination is no more. It's been really great to uh, just dive into that again um, since 2016. And so I'm, I decided, you know, I was, I was done. I had watched all the series um, again. I was like, well, time to restart. There you go. <laughs> um, so well, I mean, let's just tie this into music. Spock mm-hmm. plays a mini harp. I don't know what mm-hmm, it's called. Mm-hmm. Riker plays trombone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Data yeah. plays, is it violin or violin. viola? He plays violin. a string quartet. I'm pretty sure And oboe. Spot. And he has a cat. <laughs> yes, he's orange. The cat. Spot. Cat's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pause momentarily. Keeping it with the musical thread, though. Thank you, Cherie. Um, yeah, not only did Bear do um, uh, what the hell was it? Oh, Agents of Shield. That's what we were we were thinking about. Yeah. So 106 episodes of that currently. But I'm looking through the list, and yeah, we all know Battlestar Galactica. That was wonderful. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what the hell is the show that you just Outlander. mentioned? Outlander. What's wrong that's with right. You? Um, <laughs> Eureka. He did the music for Eureka. We knew that. What? You've forgotten that? <laughs> oh. I'm glad you get to be re-excited about things. Every like, time. I'm just going to walk over here and stand in the corner. You know, you know, there's this. <laughs> Having there's the memory books. of a goldfish is really, really beneficial because you get to be delightfully surprised over and over You know, there are people who again. say, like, I would give anything to read that book for the first time again. Andrew's fucking Dory. He reads <laughs> books for the first time every single day. This is actually kind of awesome, not going to lie. <laughs> also, Tony Curtis is dead. <laughs> Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Awesome. I, I mean, anyway. I hey, this, feel... This, I, oh, go ahead. I, I'm sorry. Like, I haven't watched any of these things that you guys are talking oh, about. I am the, I'm the hard outsider here. I'm the Outlander. Well, what are you what are you watching something? He has two kids. No offense. Yeah. Like I just all my He's friends watching have kids Pixar. Right now, like. You know what I'm you know what I've been watching a lot of um, with my kids, which is probably mm-hmm. not a good thing, but I don't care. Game of Thrones. Uh, 
No. Uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and oh, that's okay. Good. I've been wa- rewatching Parks and Rec over and over. So nice. they, my kids have probably seen The Office front to back <laughs> four times. Nice. They are They've cultured. been raised right. Yes. And yes. I just, I had to get them off it because I've probably seen The Office 17 times uh-huh. front to back. And I couldn't take it anymore. So we trans- transitioned to Parks and Rec. But um, the the shows that like I really, really loved The Good Place. Mm, yes. Yes. Mm. yes. That was a fantastic show. I really liked uh, Dead to Me. I can't wait for a new season of that. Christina Applegate. Oh, I've heard really good things. We never finished that. We never we started it and it was like, oh, that's really interesting, but we just never kind of kept going with it. I I will say, as like a semi non sequitur, is that um with one of the students I zoomed in today, his background was like that waiting room from in the office. And I was like, So you see Stanley in the background and he's just sitting there. I thought that was just perfect. I am totally stealing. Yeah, I think I want to know too, or maybe to like Leslie Nope's office or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. You know, another good sitcom, just like, like, so Annie and I have been rewatching The Office lately as well. Yeah. And, um, and all these are really good sitcoms. And one that I had forgotten about and I got into was Third Rock from the Sun. <gasps> oh, man. I used to yeah. watch that back in the day. What yeah. back in the platform day. is that on? Because when I finish um, Boy Meets World, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> it it might have been Netflix. I'm not sure. I'd have to look okay. now. But, but I, oh my God. I'm just like, oh, my God, it's still funny. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> That's rare when a sitcom can kind of still hold up without. Yeah, the, some of them don't like, age well, but that's a that's lot of them it. don't age yeah. well, actually. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so okay, I'm gonna totally jump topic, and if you guys don't want to go here, you can just say, eh. okay. <laughs> but but I got really excited this week. I even wrote it down because I wanted to share. And if you all already know how to do this, you can laugh at me. I had not used Notability app. On my iPad. I have no now, idea what you're talking about, so please continue. Please, yes, please All right. <laughs> so let me tell you how I've been using this as a, as a music theory office hour kind of a thing, as a composition teacher kind of a thing. Students can email me a picture, a PDF, whatever, of what they want me to look at. I send that to my Notability app, and then I can write on it having shared my screen in Zoom via my iPad. So, so you're in Zoom, and you say, share screen on iPad. Mm. And now I can say, no, no, look, your seventh should have gone down. Yes. <laughs> and what the hell are you doing in this passage in your composition? But I'm writing while I talk just like when I'm real time in my office. Mm. And every single student this week has said, oh, my God, this is so much better. I nice. think that our uh, the head of our theory department showed us the idea. I can't remember. That very well might be the app. There's but, two or three that do this. This yeah. is the one I like. Gotcha. Yeah. And actually, I'm so excited. So the the Ohio Arts Council grant I got at the beginning of the year, yay. I was just yay. Um, I was just gonna use that for uh to buy gear. Yeah. And I I have purchased some gear already. My interface is a is a brand new Apollo X4 Universal Audio. It's Ooh, so beautiful. That's hot. It is hot. I'm I'm enjoying Jamie, it. Jamie, you need to make that the picture of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm rubbing going to my resist. interface. Oh, Taking oh, a bath, sure rubbing your interface, stroking it. his interface. It has I wasn't a knob even on say it, it and but you brought it up. <laughs> What kind of microphone do you have, Rob? <laughs> Sorry. Brody. Really sorry. 
Roadie. Roadie? Is that what Evan said? Yeah, it's, it's Roadie. It's, it's not just Road, it's Roadie. I thought you said, said something roadie? else. Yeah. I totally thought he I said thought something else. You said something else that so- has a CH sound at the beginning. So oh. I'm really sorry. Is it really not Roadie? Let's get off of this topic. Okay. Maybe edit know. that out if I'm wrong. I I was taught I was taught roadie. I was taught that uh, it's not road. I was taught it was it was roadie. What, for what are we talking about? I missed it completely. So microphone. Microphone. The, the microphone. So so Andrew, it'll be new to you. Oh oh. <laughs> of course it will. Let's check I've the uh, internet machine. <laughs> I've got to look this shit up. Is yeah. If only there was a way to. I, I don't know if we're going to find Will it tell us how to pronounce it, though? Probably a video. I'm going to watch a quick video here. Oh, okay. read the internet, please. I love it. I <laughs> love it. And this man will it. say it. <laughs> the commercial is, should guys be changing, shaving down there? This is what YouTube has come to. Okay. Oh. That's, that's not my algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, okay. So the guy in the video says "road." Uh, that's all right. Oh, that's okay. what I thought. All, all right. right. Sorry. Edit. Anyways, please edit me out so I don't. No, sound no, no. Stupid. Now, that, now, Evan, that's nonsense. <laughs> Why are you embarrassed about stuff like that? You know the whole Who would the whole know thing, that? right? The whole thing about um, I, it's one of my favorite memes that I see on the internet that you never make some of somebody who's mispronouncing something because they're mispronouncing it most they've likely because read they've the read word. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's exactly it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I could have yeah. sworn it's a, I've heard it's a proper name. I've could have you know. sworn though I've heard someone <laughs> refer to it as a roadie though. <laughs> I mean, you you probably yeah. have. Hell, I mean, I uh, maybe they were talking I, about roadies. Jen's you know? doing your hair. Jen, can you put your hair in pigtails? Mm-hmm. I have pigtails. No, I can't. Sorry. I can't. I can put my hair. In I showed your uh, Instagram story to uh, Kate because she recently like chopped all of her hair off and has been doing like. You know, these tiny little yeah. buns on top. <laughs> yeah, I cut mine way too short. Andrew was like, I'll cut your hair. I'm totally confident about this. Now, and then totally me, wussed out about it. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm like, stopping both of you right there with this comment. Jamie, you allowed him to do that. Did. That's on you, did. honey. Did. No. I I took a week and a half of convincing. Here's the funny part of the story, though. I'm like, hey, she she cut my hair, which looks looks amazing, by the way. And yeah. I, yeah, and yeah. and we're we're doing this from now on because it'll save me twelve bucks, because um, that is my haircut. Seems like you ought to pay her twelve bucks. I yes, um, so. I, uh, it is, it is turnabout being fair play. I am preparing to cut my wife's hair. My wife has the thickest hair <laughs> on the planet. Okay. It is, I it is hard to cut thick hair. I spend a lot of money <laughs> on my hair. It's one of the only things I have zero shame about. I always want to have fantastic hair. I so make, I don't, she's he's given, he's given me a hard time for years about like, my purple hair, my short haircut, all the of this stuff. The of her haircut. Okay, I, I have. I have cut, I have made three incisions, three incisions on her hair, and the the shears are completely I think dull. The four of us should there's, walk away. A, okay, so so now I am I am like taking an hour and a half on the outline of her head, which by the way looks amazing. But at at some point she's like, okay, give me the give me the scissors That's because I'm getting a sunburn, and she just starts hacking away at her head. 
And I'm like, damn. Because I was being very, very cautious because I knew one false move and I was going to hear about it forever. She did long, marvelously. Long, I the held the, the mirror sh- very, very stoically. <laughs> the long and the short of it, after all of these years of bitching about how much I spend on my head, he's like, you her can hairdresser pay your hairdresser needs hundreds more. more hundreds visit. more. <laughs> it's, um, I, I don't have thick hair, but um, let's just say like my Asian friends do, and it's a thing. Like You need to yeah, find yeah. a hairdresser who knows how to cut thick hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot. I have, I have people will comb my hair and they go oh my god <laughs> and and that's not a good thing it's yeah. like oh my yeah. god i've yeah. said for years like i kill hair dryers hair straighteners hair brushes at mm. a rate that that is far supersedes all my other girlfriends and andrew's just like i don't understand well, no it's a real thing i let understand <laughs> see that's the, that's it let them cut your hair i unfortunately have the opposite problem which is why i'm wearing a hat right now mm. <laughs> hey uh, so well two things so I, i've been cutting my own hair since high school but you know using a, uh, a shaver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. But, you know, I've been starting to notice that problem, you know, that the receding hairline. They, they, gets, they get deeper, don't you they? You know, hey, been, I went on Rogaine last summer. I started using Rogaine. It's it's better. It's getting better. It's getting better. So, There's still all right. a patch here that needs to fill in, but it's it's working. But, I mean, if you, you do, do not that. have to give up your hair, Rob. But if, <laughs> no, I, I do. Um, Bald with dignity. If, if you do that, you have to do that for the rest of your life yes. then, right? Well, I mean, I'll let it go at like 50. Okay. Yeah. So once All you right. stop using it, then it'll it'll start uh, losing again. And I figure, you know, at least give me through my 40s with a full head of hair, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, it's good to have goals. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, goals. what I was saying about the gear um, <laughs> tomorrow. No, no, no. We're not going there yet. Yes. So Jen no. may remember that I was a blonde at TMEA. Nice. And I'm a brunette again. And right before the whole pandemic, when we all saw this coming, I went in. I was trying to do something kind of edgy and cool. I didn't want to be a blonde. But my hairdresser was saying, we got to strip all the color out. we got to do this and then this and then this. And it was a process. It was a several-month process, right? Well, we get to the point where we know we're going to get quarantined. And I happened to have an appointment. And I said, I think you need to take me back to being a brunette because it turns green about every week and a half right now. So I'm back to being a brunette, (laughs) just, you know, to survive the pandemic. I had a haircut, no joke, three days, three or four days before the salons closed in New York. And I canceled it because I wasn't sure how we were going to get paid for the rest of the year. For real. I wasn't yeah. sure if SUNY was going to guarantee adjuncts paychecks. I wasn't mm. sure if we were going to have to move into Andrew's grandparents' house um, or like if commissions are entirely going to fall through or get mm-hmm. postponed. There's a lot of our income that's still up in the air. And because we choose to be adjuncts with a business, it's really unpredictable sometimes. So I canceled that haircut and now I'm I'm blonde at the moment. It's hard. It's a little not, hard to not see. Not silver anymore. Mm-hmm. All of the silver I trimmed off. Oh, she cut that off with a <laughs> scythe, just like. <laughs> um, and now it's mostly blonde, heading back towards my natural color, which has this like adorable little silver streak right at my widow's peak. It's gonna be there by by mid May. That's all we're gonna have to see. Anyways, mm-hmm. Rob. So about the gear. gear. Um, <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you... What was the app you, you said again? Notability. Notability. I'm really excited because my brand new refurbished 
iPad Pro 12.9 Ooh. inch yes. is coming tomorrow. Yes. Oh. yes. And nice. for the last week, I'm in my theory class, I'm gonna be really cool. But yes. I also I also really wanted it now. Like I'd been kind of putting it off and putting it off. And then last night at, or the night before, I, I realized like, oh wait, I'm gonna have to grade 18 composition portfolios mm. on a computer. Mm. Oh. No, you can do it on this notability. Yeah, and and yes. so I'm I'm pulling all my theory assignments in, um, into notability, and then I'm writing on them, and mm. then I can send them from notability via email to the kid. Yeah, and I can say this is what you need to think about, and if you want to meet with me about this, let's let's get together in office hours. It's re- or the kid can be. I said to them today uh, in office hours. I said, look. You don't have to finish an assignment and turn it in. If you don't know how to do it, come to office hours, send it to me half done. I'll throw it into this app and I can show you what you're doing right or what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's real time as if I'm sitting side yeah. by side with this yeah. is a great app. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm really excited about that because like I have had to do two different um uh thesis like reviews this semester already one was a master's thesis for orchestra and one i just did was an undergrad thesis for band and you know you have to like write all your notes on the pdf annotate it and all that and it's just it takes i swear to god the orchestra one probably took me six hours to get through you know Mm -hmm. and it was just it was just ridiculous and i'm thinking like if i'm actually writing this it would take so so much less time so You know, it's so I'm really excited. You know, the 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 stylus is. I'm I'm getting it. I'm not getting the Apple one because that's just ridiculous. But um, although it's a little worth it, but I probably well, yeah, well, you you you, might be fine. You might be fine. Maybe (laughs) I I understand. It's expensive. I'll I'll report back. It's expensive. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I I have the Apple one, but that's only because it's not my iPad. It's it's a school thing. They gave it to us. Nice, nice. Yeah, oh, that so. iPad Pro. Uh, well, really the other thing one, you can do like a zillion dollars, though. But the <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. literally, um, all of our accompanists at Interlochen now are using iPad Pro, and they're playing everything from wonderful, yeah. Yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Instead of carrying up an arm full of scores around yeah. to go from you know rehearsal to rehearsal, also yeah. backlit. Yeah, they can yeah. see their music. But yeah. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with this. I should stop talking because I had nowhere to go. I'll just start drinking. Well, just since we're talking about apps, I will say the other app I really like on it is Genius Scan. Yes. yes. And and so it sounds like you guys know it. So if in case you're listening and you don't know it, you can take a picture of something, turn it into a PDF. But what's brilliant about that is very quickly with one or two clicks, you can edit it and brighten it so you don't have like the weird shadows around the edge or bad yep. lighting or anything like that. And now you've got a PDF and, and you could send it to Notability or anywhere else you need to send a PDF. That's a good app too. I just discovered this, um, so I I'm a big Keynote user, um, mm. and uh, I just discovered that if you're on Mojave and then um, uh, with an iPhone you're on like OS 12 or later, you can do the continuity camera, so you can oh. scan directly into apps using your phone. Huh. I haven't tried that yet. That's yes, you have to have two-factor authentication on. 
Um, but I, I just last night I was preparing for a theory uh, lecture this morning, and I this has been the big like being here. I would just you know take it down the hall and you know use the scanner or whatever. Exactly. But being here, I'm like, yeah. you know, I I don't, and I I figured that out, and I was like, oh shit, I can scan you know with with my phone and it just mm-hmm. immediately pops into keynote so it, it only w- will work with certain apple apps like keynote and mail and notes or or whatever but uh damn is it useful hmm. i have to say yeah yeah that is awesome um the app i figured out actually my friend christian michael folk found it because he is obsessed with Ognaton and i also love that opera <laughs> yes. and we had this conversation about like He's like, I think I want to buy the score. It's like $300. Then he's like, maybe my fiance would get it. And I'm like, is there a way maybe you can peruse like a couple pages of the score? You know what I mean? Yep. Like yeah. I was mm-hmm. I was basically say, said like, absolutely get it. But just to really make sure, you know, just to do it. But so he couldn't find it. But he did find this app called Encoda. Uh, it's spelled N-K-O-D-A. And oh my goodness, you all. Um, it has a like a, a, a deal with certain publishers like Boozy and Hawks and friends and it has all these scores so for example all of philip glass operas are on this app holy including the individual parts i may have jizzed in my pants Um, (laughs) okay so is this like way better than four score right amazing you you guys all all of like so not all of them have the individual part. So so uh, Christian was like, I may or may not play the trombone part along with it. You get a free two week <laughs> trial, and then it's only ten bucks a month. So with my iPad, mm. like mm. it has like all of Sariaho's scores on there. You all, um, like hey, it's amazing. Speaking of, uh, you could go through now that you have a greater appreciation for Le Mort de Lewin, right? And yeah, yeah. <laughs> from I can. Right. No, I thought. Wow, was that's a callback. Long time yeah. listeners know that we talked I, I about. I thought I'd do that because we are all over drinking <laughs> <laughs> as adjectives. Adjectivians. Uh, Adjectivians. I, I don't know anymore. Adjectivians. <laughs> I feel like if we if we manipulate the title, we're gonna need special effects makeup where we merge our eyebrows or have none of them whatsoever. Um, oh, just change our eyebrows. I want no. Evan's eyebrows. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, no. So like, um, I've been looking up some scores and I can mark in them. So nice. I've been looking at John Adams's naive and sentimental music, and I, mm-hmm. I write things like "Who has two harps anyway?" And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like three to one, like flutes to oboe. I'm like, that's why <laughs> it sounds so clear. Note to self: Can you say in a band score three to one ratio of flutes to oboes would make everything mm-hmm. sound so much better? But you can mark in your mm-hmm. own score and download stuff. And I learned that if you were to, let's say, demonstrate this app to a student and be like, try me, pick a score, anything, and you share it across, they lock you out because if you do a screenshot three times, they lock you out of your account. So oh. do not, <laughs> do not, gotcha. like if you were to share this app with students, don't actually like show them anything because they keep track of you. And I get it, you know, like there's some really expensive scores, like all of Thomas Adez's catalog. Yeah. You know, Thea Musgrave is all on there. So So have any of you guys used Fourscore and and can you compare it? Because I got Fourscore, but I haven't done anything with it. I have it. Okay. Um, So how would you compare them? 
to what? To Encoda. Encoda is just a cache of scores. Four score is like for for like performers and for us mm. to mark on this. Oh, you mean to mark on it? Yeah, and and like my understanding was with four score, whatever you'd already bought, you could kind of pull into four score, but that seems like an awful lot of work. Encoda sounds a lot better. Um, well, Encoda, you can upload your own scores too. I haven't tried that, but they're like, please make sure that you own them. Uh, and I would say for the new music score, so like uh, I was like looking up a Julia Wolf score uh, upon yes. all these scores are like, just because you can view them does not mean you have permission to play them. Right. Click here to contact the publisher because then we're mm-hmm. dealing with, you know, rentals and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, right. I yep. think it's less exact. Um, I've only been okay. using four score for my own scores. Because I got tired of printing out last minute sad copies and stapling them together and pretending them they're real. Because uh, <laughs> I'd be like, forgot to print them out myself. So I'll just carry an iPad with me um, and the page turn things. Um, I'm still getting used to turning the pages on the Encoda thing. But I'm just saying since the libraries are shut down, yeah, yeah. I, like, yeah. I like this app a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's great. So much. Well, if you've made it this far, wading through our app recommendations, our discussion of sitcoms, and Andrew and Jamie's new careers as hairdressers, I'm going to reward you with some of Jen Jolly's piano trio performed by Left Coast Chamber Ensemble, The Lives and Opinions of Literary Cats. Thanks for listening this far and being an adjective new music supporter. Well, I'm probably going to have to head I mean, out we, soon. Same. Yeah, I was going to say we are we are about two hours in. So um, take us home, I like, Andrew. Oh, sh- <laughs> I can't. No, there's no way. There's no way with this episode that I'm going to be able to sum it all up. I think we end this episode with Jen jizzing in her pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Or, um, or maybe a more lady appropriate would be sploosh. <laughs> her sploosh or just sploosh? <laughs> um, for those who have watched Archer. Yes. <laughs> and and it's no uh-huh. longer like it's not it's not like you know speaking of the office where you'd say that's what she said the new like non-gendered phrase is phrasing. So on that note my Are we still doing phrasing? Be... It's okay yeah, if we're I... not. I just want to know. You just have to tell me. Um phrasing. <laughs> Uh, I will say, and as being a bad professor, I did like say, please get the Encoda app. And I said, I know I'm not tenured yet, but um, apologies. But 
I did jizz in my pants over this app. I'm going to make you all get it in the fall. <laughs> it, it, sounds, it sounds worthy of that expression, Jen. Let me put it that way. Yeah. I'm, you're going to go down a rabbit hole and it's going to be a glorious, colorful, wonderful rabbit hole. And you're going to stay in there. There's just so many good scores. It's just so, it's so amazing. It's, mm-hmm. and, and you only spend $10 a month. Mm-hmm. Them know you that. reminded me of something really old. We're talking about jizzing in the pants. And we were talking about whether or not it's worthy. And then I thought, I put the, all of this together and I thought sponge worthy. Oh, yes. Oh, Is he sponge worthy? Seinfeld. Yes. Yes. That's oh, old. Nice. That's very old. I'm going to make all of these the clips, by the way. Are they, are they, now, these yeah. days, is it? Toilet paper were oh, um, worthy. That's, That's the new right. thing, right? That's yes. the new yeah, thing. Yeah. Can you spare a square? I don't have spare. a square to spare. <laughs> that, that was actually not bad, Evan. <laughs> oh, Seinfeld was my retreat when I first moved here. I had no internet. I had no bed. I had no couch. All I had was my TV and all my um, um, illegally gotten Seinfeld um, <laughs> on my hard drive. And uh, oh, yes, uh, that and Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, for my first two oh, months yeah. here in Michigan. In Michigan. Oh, my God. I don't live in Michigan and Memphis. <laughs> I was gonna say, where are you? Did you move? <laughs> what? Well, not only I, do I not M. know when I am, but we where I am. Do we lose track of where Evan lived? Oh. All right. Well, things. Yeah. I guess we'll we'll end it with with all the sploosh and the the jizz and the Jesus Christ. <laughs> Explicit kids. We could, we could, if we had enough to drink to do our addictive new music. (laughs) 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 Addictive music. (laughs) Can you fuse that into pop pop pa da? (laughs) (laughs) No. I'll I'll try. (laughs) That's why I like. I'll try to get there. Thanks for listening. As always, if you want to find out more about adjective new music or lexical tones, please go to our website, www.adjectivenewmusic.com.